1: Edmonton was high on my list. Uh, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I
0: still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the
1: potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugen Hopkins. This, this is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Kim Talbot. This is from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer. on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 shed. Yeah. I'm much too fast to take that test and the one and face the, man. Turn and face the it's gonna have to
0: be a different man. <inaudible> is on the ice as we speak extensive work on special teams we'll get to all of that in a second this is Oilers now brought to you by digitex you can now buy your pcs from digitex keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs um coming up in the first half hour of oilers now we will uh, have Uh, NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Obviously, we're going to discuss some significant movement with the Oilers lineup and roster as Edmonton, not necessarily the roster, but uh, some line changes, a little bit of a different look in the second power play unit, which may graduate to the first power play unit on a couple different fronts. Uh, All of that coming up in the first half hour of the show. Uh, We will get to some uh, orders Now audio in our orders Now audio vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. Times are tough, direct steals are tougher. Save 25% in-store on Workwear all December, but that will take place in the final half hour of the show today. Uh, Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers at 1235. I know we've got our I Won't Be Home for Christmas uh, features running throughout the course of various shows here at 630 Chad today. We'll have a discussion with Rob Brown, our in-game analyst on the Oilers Radio Network. Uh, he, of course, went over to Russia for Christmas back in 1988 representing Canada on the heels of the, the punch-up at Piashtani in 1987. Uh, Al May, who uh, works in Washington but lives in Dallas. He will join us at 135 as well. For those of you that saw the game last night between the Capitals and Pittsburgh Penguins, who have uh, combined to win the last three Stanley Cup championships. And uh, uh, we will mention right away here, Brian Burke has been pushed back to tomorrow. Brian Burke's appearance is brought to you on orders now by our friends at Canadian Power Pack. So uh, we're going to move Berkey tomorrow. And we're also going to have Evan Bouchard, uh, who is... with the World Junior Team, of course, spent time with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Dave Campbell will have an interview. Either Dave or Reed will have him coming up at 2 o'clock today. Uh, but we could not fit him into uh, today's show uh, just because of the practice time uh, for Team Canada and the World Junior Championship. So we got lots coming up over the course of the next couple of days. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our Oilers now, hotline 780 496 They've got 5440 December 29th at the River Creek Resort Casino Tickets at Ticketmaster. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your teams with no pressure on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're available on Twitter. at orders now. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stoffer. and back at the studio today and tomorrow filling in for Brendan Escott who's flown off to Kamloops is Dave Campbell. Hello Dave. How
1: are you? Hey Bob. Doing well. Doing Good. well.
0: Have we got our technical glitches straighten around here. I
1: believe so. I can hear you. You can hear us. So we're all good.
0: Ken Hitchcock is taking the players to school right now. Uh, He has taken over uh, much more. Today is only the fourth full practice day uh, for uh, Ken Hitchcock with the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers have played 14 games in the last 25 days. The very different look to the team's line combinations, and Hitch has taken over the power play as well. Let's do this. Uh, I know I put the tweet out uh, right around about an hour ago at 11-10. Here's what the Oilers ran with today at practice. Connor McDavid at center with Ryan Nugent Hopkins on left wing and Yessa Pulley-Yarvey on the right side. That'll have a lot of the Polyarvi fans out there excited. Leon Dreisaitl with Tobias Reeder on the left side and Alex Chase on. Kyle Brodziak with Drake Kajula and Zach Cassian. He had Jujar Carra today. Now, Kara suspended for the next two days with Milan Lucic and Ty Ratty. And then Ryan Spooner and Valentin Zikov were kind of popping in there. Spooner clearly is going to be centering Lucic and Ratty based on that. So the big news, but David and Dreisaitl split up. Uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, and on were really struggling five-on-five, five, which is hard to believe given how dominant Connor McDavid has been five-on-five uh, five over the course of the last uh, uh, couple seasons. Now, so the owners did about 35 minutes of five-on-five five work. Then they went into the special teams. For now, they have kept the first power play unit as is. But David, Drysaddle, RNH, Chason, and Nurse – significant changes to the second power play unit Paul Yarvey is now on the second power play unit along with Lucic Raddy, Spooner and Kayla Jones so Matt Benning off the second power play unit also off the second power play unit Jason Garrison and I would assert to you that we are seeing a little bit of a uh, transition occurred with the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Now, Edmonton's not going to have Jujar over the course of the next couple games, but it is clear that since the coaching change has occurred, that the two players that have benefited the most have been Jujar Kera and, yes, so Paul, Yarvey. Paul Yarvey. getting moved up now to play with Connor McDavid. Of course, it was Ken Hitchcock who said when Paul Yarvey was recalled I want to work with this player. That's what he said. And you can see what the process is. He brings him along slowly. And even, may I add, slowly, uh, now he's up to a, a top-line look here with uh, McDavid and Nugent Hopkins being reunited. Nugent Hopkins, by the way, at 42% in the face-off circle. Uh, do I think this is a long-term scenario where Drysettle and McDavid will not play together? Absolutely not. I think this is a kick in the butt is what I think it is. Uh, just because Drysdale, McDavid, and Chason had to look quite fatigued. The Oilers playing 14 games and 25 games. So, Texas at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. What do you think of Poliarby getting the opportunity to play with Nugent, Hopkins, and McDavid up on the top line? Your thoughts on Reeder and Chason with Drysdale, McDavid, and Drysdale split up. like to get some thoughts on that from you out there. Then in terms of the power play unit, again, I saw today Ken Hitchcock and not Glenn Gulletson kind of running the Oilers power play. This occurred last year. Todd McClellan basically took over the penalty kill from Jim Johnson in February of last year, and the penalty kill got going. Now, one thing we should mention, when the head coach barks, it has a different bite to it, Okay. You have to listen because the coach has his currency, and that currency is ice time. In terms of the power play units, I do not envision McDavid, Dry Settle, H Chase and Nurse being a long term solution. Okay? Four left shots, the net front presence, Chase on a right shot. Poliarvey now on the second power play unit for me it's going to soon be graduation day for him at some stage he's going to get an opportunity but I don't think the coach can move Poliarvey up to the top line and put Arvey on the first power play unit on the same day but I got news for you we're seeing a coach in Ken Hitchcock try to develop yes a so he's taking some steps to make that happen as for Caleb Jones in the back end I mean that is also a sign that Uh, Not quite sure where Ken Hitchcock is at with Matt Benning. Well, actually, I am quite sure where Ken Hitchcock is at with Matt Benning. And so uh, Benning, to me, is a serviceable third-pairing NHL defenseman. When he gets asked to do more, that's when he gets into trouble and there's some holes in his game And as because he's not overly fast, nor quick, nor overly strong. What he is is smart and competitive. And so uh, Jones gets a look-see all the way up from the American Hockey League and gets a chance to play in that second power play unit. Spooner, obviously, is going to replace Kara i I, I got to mention again, Jujar, up, Milan, Lucic, and Tyratty, when they did the uh, 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 drills with the lines together and they ran through them the first couple times, it was Kerr in the middle and not Spooner. And that is done for a reason. Ryan Spooner's got to get going. Peter Shirelli made the trade, traded away a center in terms of Ryan Strom, got back Ryan Spooner. Spooner a winger slash center and it hasn't happened for a consistency perspective yet on Ryan Spooner so again you can text us at 630 630 tweet us at Oilers now the Oilers practice today they'll practice tomorrow this will be practice numbers 4 and 5 for Ken Hitchcock since he's taken over back on November the 19th head coach so basically a month ago uh, as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers and Practice four and five are going to occur on the 20th and 21st of December, and the Oilers Challenge will be Tampa Bay coming up on Saturday night, and a lot of people think they are the best team in the NHL. We're going to bring Dave Campbell in here. Dave, uh, just uh, your thoughts on uh, the Oilers splitting up, Drysdale and McDavid.
1: Well, um, this is always a – Hotly debated subject either way, whether they're together or whether they're apart. So, I still want to see if Leon Dreisaitl can do what Ryan Nugent-Hopkins does, and that's you know drive a line a little bit, right? So, I you know it, it's an offensively challenged team, so you got to do something to try and create more offense, and maybe this will work. But the interesting thing to me is pull up with McDavid and and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. So. You know, this is another attempt for uh, another Oilers head coach with a depleted roster to try and create some offense, right? So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And it's been—I don't know. Would you agree with this assessment that Dry Sidle, apart from McDavid, has mixed results?
0: You know, uh, no, that's fair. I don't know how much Nugent Hopkins drives his own line either. I got to tell you that right yeah. now. Part of the problem for Nugent Hopkins is he doesn't have the puck enough. Right. He doesn't win enough draws. Uh, I think that when, put it this way, when Settle's not moving his feet, coaches move him in the middle because he has no choice but to move his feet as a center. Right. Right. So that's one way to get him going. I think this is going to be a short-term scenario with uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Settle being split up. I think inevitably they will be back together. And by the way, uh, the orders are just wrapping up practice now. So an hour and 20-minute practice today, albeit one with a 15-minute uh, bridge to do the ice. but uh these two days are going to be important for the hockey team. The, the team they're going to play here on Saturday night is the best team in the NHL. They got a, a goaltender who's terrific in and Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, he's a top five goaltender in this league right now. I don't think there's any debate about that. They got two defensemen, not one, but two, Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough, that are a, a strong argument can be made, are top 15 defensemen in the National Hockey League. They have a deep team. You know, obviously Kucherov's right up there at the top of the scoring race. Stamkos is having a good year. Uh, and they got lots of support. You know, they got a guy like Yanni Gord for nothing. Uh, San Jose kind of gave up on him. And, uh, you know, he turns into a pretty effective player. They are, however, going to have to make a move, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And for the listeners right now, um, and you can interpret this any way you want, but something has to give in Winnipeg and something has to give in Tampa Bay. Because the Winnipeg Jets have to get Patrick Line, Kyle Connor, and Jacob Trubas signed. They're all restricted free agents. Myers is a UFA. And uh, even Tanev is an effective third-line player. I mean, that's a great third-line the Jets have. But they can't keep all those guys. And in Tampa Bay, they've got to get Brayden Point signed. And he's going to get a huge deal. And he's a hell of a player, too. So, And Tampa Bay's got even tight. I mean, the Jets have got a 7 or $8 million in cap space right now so they're going to be able to make, they've got some wiggle room, but they're not going to be able to get that group all signed. In Tampa Bay's case, they don't have near the same amount of space. They do have some expiring UFAs on defense, but I expect either JT Miller, Tyler Johnson, or Alex Killorn to get traded. If I'm Tampa Bay, Killorn's the most obvious choice. Um, If I were an NHL team, for me it'd be either Miller or Johnson that I would try to get out out of there, but that's how deep Tampa Bay is. I mean, they're going to they're going to have to move a roster because point is an absolute driver for that hockey club. The Oilers need another top six driver. There is no question about it. And part of it is just that Milan Lucic's offensive drop off. The other aspects of his game are there. He's, you know, he's hitting. Does he provide a uh, intimidating presence in the lineup? There's le- it's less relevant in today's game. But I mean, when you got two goals over a calendar year, that's a tough, tough stat when you're being paid six million dollars. So, uh, anyhow. Uh, and I do think that it would not surprise me. I think Peter Chiarelli is fully cognizant. You talked about it, Dave, that the Otters aren't super deep up front. Mm-hmm. And I think the hope was that Spooner would give him some offense, and maybe he will in time. Uh, I think he's got to be quite pleased with what he's seen in terms of Hitchcock's deployment of specifically Karon Poliarby. But I think the Otters are going to have to go get another forward at some stage. That can yeah. legitimately help them.
1: I agree. I that's, agree. That's
0: not a you know that's not a Ty Ratty or a Valentin Zekoff, a guy. That's a bubble guy. I mean a legitimate guy. So we'll wait and see on that front. This is Oilers now. It's twelve twenty in Edmonton. Again, your thoughts on Edmonton splitting up Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl? Uh, I believe a short term scenario. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to NHL today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear.
1: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back,
0: everybody. It's 1223 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joining you at Oilers Now. I'm live at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers finishing up uh, what is going to be one of two full days of practice. Uh, practice numbers four and five under Ken Hitchcock and changing the lines around. I'll get to some of your thoughts via the text messaging on our Heartland Ford uh, Text line at 6 6 30. But right now, we're going to go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. And here is the one and only Dave Campbell.
1: Thank you very much, Bob. 12 games on tonight's schedule. The Calgary Flames at home to the Tampa Bay Lightning, the opponent of the Oilers on Saturday night. Flames tied for first place in the Western Conference. They've won eight of their last 10 games. Lightning are 9 0 1 in their last 10 games. Winnipeg Jets play the San Jose Sharks in San Jose. The Jets are also tied with the Flames for first place in the West. Oh, and there's a three-way tie. The Predators are also tied for first place in the West. They visit the Philadelphia Flyers. Elsewhere, Canucks at home in the St. Louis Blues. The Leafs will begin the first of three games at home before the Christmas break. They take on the Florida Panthers. The Leafs lost to the Panthers in Florida, 4-3 in overtime on Saturday. The Montreal Canadiens continue their six-game road trip, which started last night with a 2-1 loss to the Avalanche. Tonight, the Habs are in Arizona to play the Coyotes. Elsewhere, the Pittsburgh Penguins host the Minnesota Wild. The Red Wings are in Carolina to play the Hurricanes. The Ducks visiting the Boston Bruins. Columbus Blue Jackets at home to the New Jersey Devils. Chicago Blackhawks visiting the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights at home to the New York Islanders. Maxime Comtois, difference maker in Canada's first tune-up game ahead of the World Junior Hockey Championships, had two goals, two assists. Canada beat Switzerland 5-3 exhibition game in Victoria. Not the best effort for Canada, but it is pre-tournament game, so you know they got lots of time to fix things. Uh, Evan Bouchard did not factor in on the scoreboard. They will face Slovakia and Finland. Slovakia tomorrow, Finland on Sunday. Tournament opens on Boxing Day against Denmark in Vancouver. Bakersfield Condors, 3-2 win on the road last night against the Stockton Heat. Brad Malone with a goal and an assist. Condors will play two road games in Colorado tomorrow and Saturday. Oil Kings off until December 28th. They're currently third in the Central Division. That's good for a playoff spot. And the U of A Golden Bears resume conference play in January, but they do have a couple of exhibition games over the Christmas holiday period. Nadukes on the 28th, Calgary Dinos on the 29th. Both are here in Edmonton. Back to you, Bob.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Dave. Let's get to our Heartland Ford text messages. It's 630-630. And uh, obviously, uh, the Oilers have... Uh Made some changes to the lines. We'll get some thoughts on that. This text comes in from James. Hello, Bob. I bought into the Hitchcock philosophy of always being positive. If Kara needs dental work from the crosscheck, he will have time to recover. That one comes to us from James. The Don says, Bob, I love Kara's crosscheck on Vince Dunn. He sent a strong message. I'm an NHL player. I, w- I will and can stand up for myself and my teammates. And uh, the Don, I, you know what? You're not the only person that has sent me that message over the last uh, 48 hours. Uh, This text comes in from Andrew. Bob, always a great show. If uh, splitting 97 and 29 helps to get us more goals from others, that makes the team better. That one comes to us from Andrew. The cooch has – is he going with cooch or coach? Uh, Bob, uh, I understand Conor McDavid's the best player ever. Well, no one's ever said he's the best player ever, Uh, first of all, texter. But uh, the text goes on to say if he is – I've asked you this for three shows. Why does 97 only have five shots on goal in the last four games with two opponents being uh, league bottom feeders? Please answer this. He's hit three posts, so he's actually got eight shots. He's had about six shots blocked. I actually see him trying to shoot more than in the past. Bob, I seem to recall last season you suggested Pulley Harvey playing on McDavid's wing. Well, he did play on McDavid's wing. Uh, When the Oilers lit Columbus up in Columbus, I think he had – uh, McDavid had four points and Polyarby had three. And um, there was a stage last season, games 30 through 60, in that range. At some point last year, the Oilers' best – and I know plus minus is a little bit of a, a BS stat in the eyes of some out there, but the four best plus minuses for the Oilers were all players that were 23 and under at the time uh, between Nurse, Dreisaitl, uh McDavid, and Polyarby. Uh Poliyarvi got moved to a line with Milan Lucic and Ryan Strom at the end of the year. That line did nothing. Nothing. Again, you can text us at six thirty. Six thirty. This text comes in it, out of Edmonton. If uh, Jesse is on the first line, if he can use his size and reach and drive the net, he will do okay. I hope he can. Uh, I hope we can use a right hander and RH spot along the half boards in the power play. Could that be uh, Yessa? Uh, will the care uh, will the orders appeal the kr two-game suspension? I don't think they'll uh, appeal the decision on the suspension. And I will say this regarding uh, Poliarny: I think the fact that he's been moved to the second power play unit now, and the fact that he's been moved to McDavid's line uh, five on five, I think it's a matter of time before he ends up in the first unit power play. I mean, there's this is textbook Ken Hitchcock. He's built some confidence in the player; he's going to grow it. And uh, and I'll even say this the Oilers players seem more receptive to pull as well uh this text goes in Bob Connor doesn't have eight shots post don't count my point is his you got to look at his shot attempts not at his shot hey, hey true he's only got five shots on goal over the last four games that's that's I guess true uh, out of Fort McNurry uh Connor McDavid is good but he's no Guy Lafleur. Well, I love Guy and for four or five years, Guy LaFleur was the best player in the NHL. Last two years, the players have said McDavid's been the best player in the league. I'll get to more of your texts in the Heartland Ford text line later. Louis DeBrus coming up from NHL Hockey and Rogers after a global news weather traffic update uh, with Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.